please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Hi, this is Greg McIntyre with McIntyre Elder Law, helping seniors protect their assets and legacies. I've talked enough. Steph, take it away. <laughs> You know that's not gonna happen. So what she was just telling me that what'd you say that I should pay you to be my stylist? Yes. Why is that? Because all this looks really nice on TV. I don't know about that. I was I was I was literally beside myself all weekend getting ready to go on the live show on WCNC, NBC, uh, Charlotte Today show because I didn't feel like I had something that was good enough to wear. I was upset. Unnecessary. So guardianships. I really wanted to do a post-show recap and talk about guardianships. Guardianships are so important. They can be stressful. Time they consuming. can be stressful and time-consuming for the attorney. You know who knows? She knows. Have I been stressing out over some guardianship cases here lately? Oh my gosh, yes. Yes, so I much. Have. So much, so much. And we can't really go into depth because client confidentiality, but I can tell you that I take them extremely seriously. Mm -hmm. um, you can avoid guardianships now what is by by having in place general durable power of attorney health care power of attorney a couple of foundational documents a little planning uh, starting there a, a little way. planning goes a long way there and can keep you out of court possibly even with adult protective services if they step in if there's some report something like that sometimes it's very hard for the family to get the government out of their lives once they're in and a lot of times I'm brought in in those situations to try to help with those situations. And again, the guardianship laws in North Carolina, um, in my opinion, have constitutional problems uh, for due process, equal protection, the right to cross-examine your accuser, so to speak, uh, and examine evidence. And I'll get into that a little bit on this talk. I'm writing an article right now about that, and I'm going to, to, to have another probably live video just on that issue where we're really going to get into that. Um, Stephanie, thank you for being here with me today. No problem. So how can a family avoid having to go into complicated court proceedings and costly court proceedings and hash out guardianship? How can they prevent that? If they have their foundational documents in place, they make sure that they have their general durable power of attorney. It's my wife, Stephanie, by the way, if that wasn't clear. Okay. <laughs> Stephanie, you have your oh, name tag. Oh, what's still on my name tag? Yes, you did. I guess I could take that off now. No. Or do I need it on uh, the you, building? You're a guest here. You're not, uh, you're not part of the talent. You need to probably keep your name tag on. That's okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm all right with that. Um... I mean, if you plan, you just, you need to plan, 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 plan ahead. Make sure you've got your I's dotted and your T's crossed. <laughs> yes. Plan, so, just, just plan. I mean, we're, we're, we're joking around, but, but it's no joking matter. It's, it's really serious. Planning ahead can help you stay out of the courtroom there and help your family agree. How about help your family know exactly who mom or dad wanted to have in charge of things now this should only be done if you have someone that you can really really trust that you can really really trust in your life a thousand percent to make those decisions for you okay if you don't have someone in place Sorry. to do that then i mean am i that boring no okay then i didn't finish my coffee then uh, can i pinch you under the table please okay, okay. so <laughs> so yes Appointing those individuals can help you avoid 
costly guardianship situations um, that can literally tear families apart. They really can tear can families ease, apart. Ease a lot of pressure on your family. Yeah, I mean, you know, and getting into just the problems with guardianship hearings. You know, if, if the government, if, if social services, if adult protective services brings a guardianship petition for your loved one because you, you know, there's not one and, you know, or there's some question as to whether they're being cared for correctly, a family member could make that report and sometimes does. A facility could make that report. Um, and uh, uh, and it leaves you in a position where you're trying to, to get in and have some type of say-so in the hearing. How do you do that? Well, you're not a party in the hearing if, if Adult Protective Services, you know, DSS is, is, is the petitioner. Only the petitioner, the respondent, which is the person, you know, the family member that uh, you might be trying to go after guardianship for, right, or, or Adult Protective Services is doing that. Um, the clerk, uh, you know, a clerk presides over the hearings, generally not an attorney, certainly not an elected judge presides over the hearing. So the rules of evidence are extremely relaxed or maybe not known. Um, so that's a very different standard there. And, and it's just, and if you think about that, so the guardian ad litem as well. So there's a guardian ad litem that's appointed to investigate the respondent. So that's the person that we're saying, hey, that person may or may not be incompetent. Let's investigate that. The guardian ad litem is appointed to not only represent the respondent, but also to report to the court on what's in that respondent's best interest. Mm -hmm. To report to the court about, you know, um, who should be the guardian. Right, so really, the guardian ad litem in most cases, they're really running the proceeding, okay? Because that's an attorney that's appointed, mm -hmm. and I would say 95 plus percent of the time, maybe 99 percent of the time, the recommendation of the guardian ad litem, both as to who should be the appointed person, the appointed guardian, and as to whether someone's incompetent or not, that is followed by the clerk at that level. Now, think about that. These are private proceedings, okay, where the actual person presiding over the hearing really isn't the person running the hearing. It's that appointed guardian ad litem. The clerk's employed by the county, okay? Right. Social services, who are they employed by? The county. The county. Who is that guardian ad litem appointed by? The county. The county. The clerk, right? The clerk, mm -hmm. right? And who's approving, probably approving that payment that's, you know, that court-appointed payment. So the taxpayer's paying everybody's, everybody's uh, salary here, right? Mm -hmm. They're paying everybody here. And you as a private family member are somewhat left out of those hearings. You're an interested party if you didn't bring the petition, so you can sit in the audience, but you can't introduce evidence. You can't sit at the main table. Even if you hire counsel, they can file a motion to intervene, but it's not guaranteed you're gonna get in, that the clerk's gonna respect your rights to intervene. You can't jump up, say, hey, hey, hey. I mean, you could jump up, but if what you I cause too much of a commotion, they might remove you. Right. And guess what? Do you think these hearings are, are public or private? Private. These are private hearings. These are private, behind-closed-door hearings that um, that if... Be careful because you're shaking that. Oh, okay. sorry. These are private, closed-door hearings that, that do not have public review. I can't tell you how just animated, how emotional, how... You know, invested I am into this process right now. I stayed up late late last night, probably finishing about a third of the article that I have I have noted out, researched the entire thing, but uh, only got to kind of really read out so that it would make sense to anyone else but me. Okay, mm -hmm. um, you know, write out um, about a third of it, um, and, and it's already running with my notes, right? About nine ten pages. So it's, okay. this thing's really going to be some kind of you know paper or something, right? Mm -hmm. On guardianships. 
but I can't wait to finish it and bring it to you because it's really going to explore the problems with guardianship hearings in North Carolina, the constitutionality of guardianship hearings in North Carolina, and the problem with, I'm, I'm really contrasting it with criminal trials. Okay. Because I believe, and I've done a lot of that work in the past in another mm-hmm. life. You've said it on many a jury trial that I've had. I have. But I believe that the defendant in a criminal, you know, felony criminal trial, superior court trial, mm-hmm. has probably the most rights of any hearing I've seen in the state of North Carolina. Okay? I would agree. So you have the right to be tried by jury, mm-hmm. right? Right. You have the right to get appointed counsel and sometimes... Sometimes very good counsel. Mm-hmm. I don't say so myself because I've right. been appointed in some of those cases. Um, and I think I did a good job for my clients in those mm-hmm. cases. And certainly a zealous advocate. So, but that's what they're appointed to do, be a zealous advocate for that defendant. Right. right? It's a public hearing, so anybody can come. The press mm-hmm. can report on it. Guardianships are private hearings. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of stats kept on them, like the stats I was throwing out. Those are based on my experience that 99 out of 100 times the, the GALs, decision and recommendation is going to be followed by that clerk. So imagine you're facing life in prison as a defendant in a criminal case and the judge is removed, who's an attorney, has all that training, that experience as a judge, as an attorney, right? Has all that education. Mm -hmm. They're removed from the entire hearing, okay? So when they're removed from the hearing, a clerk comes in and sits and presides over your criminal trial where you're facing life in prison, right? Right. Let's say that happens, okay? Do you think that would be fair? No. No. No one would be fair. Let's throw the book and the rules of evidence out the window. Okay? And the reason I'm comparing that is if you take away my right, if you appoint a guardian of the person, guardian of the estate, or general guardian, which is guardian of both, mm-hmm. then you're appointing someone to take care of all my money and property. Right. You're, you're removing those rights from me. You're, you're appointing someone to take care of all my health care issues. Right? Yes. So, so you're absolutely removing any of my rights. Mm-hmm. I can be placed in a home and chemically restrained. Have you ever seen somebody in a nursing home yes. that is that is just yes. doped up beyond belief? Yes. And that's how they're kept for the rest of their lives? Yes. I have seen that too many times, okay? And and that's what I, what's called chemical restraint, okay? And that happens to people in nursing homes all the time. So therefore, I could be sentenced to life in prison. You know, I guess I have the possibility of parole if somebody is hired, you know, to represent me in that guardianship case and kind of reopen things and maybe say I'm competent again or re-examine it. Mm-hmm. But it would take that. And usually, that would be quite a let's say in the criminal proceeding, okay, that's done by clerk, by clerk presiding over it, okay? And then um, it's a private hearing I'm not afforded that counsel that's just a zealous advocate, right? I'm not afforded that counsel that's just a zealous advocate. I'm only afforded someone who's a guardian ad litem, whose both functions is to report to the court on my best interest. And when you're, when you're say, representing a criminal defendant, are you reporting to the court what's in the best interest of, hey, Larry, I'm doing fine. I'm doing a, okay, Larry just walked in on a, video that we're doing. Larry Sprinkle, 
The Larry Sprinkle. We're gonna stop right now and, and, and say hey to Larry. Hey, buddy, Larry, I'm your biggest fan. You are. You gave me a fan the last time we were here. <laughs> yeah, it's actually in my car right now. I meant to give it to you. Yeah. Or did I give it to you? Already? No. I'll, I'll get no. you one too. They're oh, half price today. It's, I'm gonna get it signed by yeah. you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, anytime. So are we on the air? We're live. Yes, yeah. yes. We were we were uh, waxing poetic about guardianship hearings, and uh, and the dangers of those, and not having foundational documents in place, and just how dire circumstances you can get into if, say, the state takes over your money and healthcare decisions, or a family member who you didn't want to take over those decisions, and how there's there's such a different standard in North Carolina for say a criminal proceeding where your freedoms are taken away yeah. versus a guardianship proceeding right. which is presided over by a clerk and a private hearing. Every state is different. Every state is different. That's correct. North Carolina is kind of unique because the clerks preside over those hearings. That's not done in most states. Right. But uh, there's a concerted effort. There's one at UNC called the guardianship, uh, you know, the guardianship effort or something like that, mm -hmm. that, that, I'm, that I'm trying to get involved in to try to help rewrite the law, statute 35A. Um, and I'm, I'm involved in a lot of those hearings. Right. So that's what we're talking about. But we need your help always. Well, Good to see you. well, we need your help. Thank you. you. It's going to be cloudy today. Chance of showers tomorrow. Dry. High 91. That's as far as I can go right now. Watch this NBC Charlotte. I grew up <laughs> at my, you know half of my grandmother's house watching you all the time. Well, I she that. loved you. Yeah. And well, I mean, seriously. Yeah. Are, are you a native? Uh, I, I am, yes. I'm, I'm from this area. Yeah, I grew yeah, up. Not, grew not up too many native Charlotte. She, she is too. Very yeah. good. Yeah. I always love to meet people who are, I love to meet everyone, but sure. anyone's been here a long time. I, yeah. That's very special. That's And rare. Yeah, and very rare. And nowadays, very rare. Yes. A lot of those folks moved on. Thank you. It's good. Good to have you in our station today. Enjoy your you know, this comfortable surrounding right here. Oh, well, it's got the, uh, the, the um, nice load that behind it. So we, yeah, the cold set of coffee. Uh, <laughs> I've had too many cups of coffee right now, Larry. All right, we have a yeah. nice machine over here. I can find something for you. Larry yeah. Sprinkle is Larry's. Yeah. That's Larry's real name. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He had two choices in life, yeah. which was to be a weatherman or, or a, urologist. a urologist. That's according to Al Roker. There you go. Okay, Al okay. That's Al Roker. Dr. Al. Yes. That's right. All right. That's right. All right. Thanks, you guys Larry. take care. You have a great day. See you around. Yes, sir. That's kind of cool. I didn't know who she was who she was looking at, and it was Larry over there. And I've had a conversation with Larry before. What a nice class act, right? Mm -hmm. um, Do you remember he, he emceed the Heart Oh, well, he did yeah, emcee the Heart Ball, yeah, a couple last years ago. It was in the last three, three or four years, yeah. So he kind of stopped me on my, I was on my high horse. You are. Yeah, yeah, so I'm gonna see if I can get back on maybe a smaller horse, <laughs> maybe a medium horse, not so high. A pony? A pony. <laughs> We'll trot out of here with a pony. Be careful because you'll see. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Yeah. Here, my phone's ringing. I'll go up to you. Let me just sit so, down here. Your children are calling. So in guardianships, there's a great difference between a criminal defendant's rights and someone who's an elderly person. I think there's a constitutional issue here because there's a disparate impact on the elderly in guardianship cases. That is the highest population that's affected right by having their competency taken away and guardians appointed and I think that something more than a GAL needs to be in place to represent the interest of that person I think that having the private hearings is a problem even if they're private there needs to be stats and oversight 
And I think that these things need to be taken care of more in a, a jury trial than in a, than in a um, uh, just in front of a clerk. I love clerks, they do a great job, but their job they is do. not, their job should not be as a, as a judge to determine if someone has all their rights taken away. I think that is wrong, and I think that needs to stop and that needs to change in the state of North Carolina. Um, and that's why I get on my high horse, right? Because I don't think that would fly. It's not equal protection under the laws. If you poison my coffee right now, right? You'd, you'd have a, a very different standard as a criminal defendant as opposed to right. if you tried to say I was incompetent, right? Right. It'd be a much different proceeding, mm -hmm. and that's not equal protection under the laws. No. And that, dis that, that certainly affects the elderly much more than it affects other populations. And that's what, I want to say bad things, makes me angry. It makes me very angry, okay? And it makes me want to get in and fight hard. But you can avoid a lot of these things by having your simple foundational planning in place, Land okay? Planning plan and have, a, have, your, have an advocate. Well, just see somebody that knows what they're doing mm -hmm. and that can help guide you. We'd be glad to service in that capacity. Um, you can look us up at mcelderlaw.com um, or you can go to seven or call us at 704-749-9244. Um, certainly we cater to the Charlotte Metro and Western North Carolina area. Um, if you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Um, we believe in education and we appreciate all our clients, I can't tell you how much we appreciate them. She can, she knows just how invested I am in everything we're doing in our office and our clients. I mean, we stay up, I stay up. It's hard, it's, it's hard to break away from work for you. They say, you know, your bedside manner, manner, you should not take things so personally. If you're a doctor, if you're a lawyer, like you shouldn't, right. shouldn't get so personally invested in your cases. I think that's usually spoken from someone who has a hard time with emotions. I don't. In fact, I wear them right here on my sleeve most of the time. Mm -hmm. And and, and I, I believe in that emotional investment involvement, but there's a price for it, and that price is you take it home. But uh, anyway, thanks for tuning in to the live WCMC, uh, NBC show today. And... Um, Stay tuned. I hope to work with the Guardianship Initiative, which is through the, I want to say it's UNC School of Government. I've got a meeting with one of their attorneys this week, or we're trying to set that up. I know Mary's trying to set that up. And uh, I want to work to rewrite the guardianship laws in North Carolina, either by having the legislature uh, on board in doing it, or by appealing some of these cases up to the Court of Appeals and Supreme Court and we're doing some of that right now. Um, I think that the elderly are at risk and their constitutional rights are not being honored by the current status of the statutes. I think the guardianship initiatives, big push is to get more data recording so mm -hmm. that we know, so that we have numbers to make this argument a little better. And also so that we can change the structure of the hearings, which I think are more geared toward, for instance, in a criminal case, it's your guilty until, I mean, innocent until proven guilty. guilty. It's really, in my opinion, the standard's the opposite in a guardianship case, and you can be found incompetent 
even without the doctor showing up, just kind of writing a letter on letterhead that you're incompetent and sending it in, and you don't even have to be at the hearing. So anyway, look up, uh, if you have any more questions, mcelderlaw.com or call us at 704-749-9244. Have a great day. Peace.